0: This is the Talent, Sales, and Scale Show.
1: Yeah, I mean, w- w- look, we, one of the things we say strongly is you don't get off a call without your next call schedule. And people say, well, that can seem kind of rude. It's rude only if you don't ask your buyer what they're going to do when they get off the call.
0: Yeah. And it's rude to waste their time by going into a 5,000 follow-ups, you know, becoming a, there's a huge difference, right? Or actually there's only a couple letter difference between persist and past. You take a couple of letters off and you move away from persist and quickly into a past buzzing around their voicemail and email, which they don't need another one. So wholly agree with that. Now let's go to a little bit of definition here of How would you define a buyer success statement? How would we know that we truly have a good buyer success statement?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I always think of a good buyer success statement, just a couple of sentences saying, I heard you say you have this problem and this is what you're looking to improve. It's as simple as that. Okay. I think, honestly, good good discovery doesn't have to be highly technical. It's just, hey, here's what you're working on. What have you tried already? Where are you? What's your current state? What have you tried to improve? What's working and what's not working? It's as simple as that. You've got something, a goal you're trying to work on. You've got a gap to improving it. And it's just recapping that I understand you're trying to improve this and experiencing these challenges. And that's what's motivating the conversation. Okay, so let me let me tie this into maybe a
0: little bit of a tactical piece and see if you're if I'm in alignment here. So I'm gonna, Brett, uh, Brent. Let me. Uh, so you shared with me that you have problem, 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 which is impact, impact, impact. Um, what you're looking to improve is these impacts. You're going to measure it this way, and you were hoping that I was going to do X, Y, or Z. Is that correct? And that kind of sums everything up. Is that a good tactical? way of making sure alignment that you do have a proper buyer statement
1: yeah okay i mean i y- yes i think you need to as you practice it we've seen teams you get good at it's a couple of sentences in a follow-up email right right you want to confirm it in a follow-up email and then honestly what the other huge gap not only in the emails but if you go to pitch decks right? Which everybody calls it a pitch deck. I don't know why. I think it's an awful term. It is. Uh, we, we talk about stakeholder decks, but literally, I mean, your first or second slide should be, hey, this is what I heard in our champion call. Is that still true? Or is that true for everybody on the call? And to your point, a lot of people are line up like, hey, this is why John or this is why Jenny thought we should all get together. This is what he or she shared in terms of what they're, they're working on that they can't solve is 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 everybody in agreement or are there other things we should be talking about or if multiple things came out of that first call can you guys help prioritize so before you get into your demo reconfirming your buyer success statement doing deeper discovery on your buyer success statement so you can target your demo becomes really important yeah and
0: getting everybody's perspective. So we have what's called a relationship map, right? So it identifies who's all in the organization, their level of influence, decision-making power, their advocacy score to us, right? Do they like us? Do they dislike us? What's their role? So we can align their role with their persona, if you will, with their, their perspective, their likely perspective. So do you have any tools or tactics to help people through this? Or is that Part of what's in the revenue
1: acceleration playbook? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you identified one, which is an influence map. Right. Um, a second is just thinking about you know you know a simple worksheet on the buyer success statement. Right, which is outlines what you said. This is the problem they're working on. This is the gap they have. This is a targeted improvement. If you think about working through that, you need a buyer success statement. You need your influence map for you know to people to agree to that success statement. And then the last thing we, we talk about a path to partnership or a mutual close plan. Some people talk about it as a sequence of events. Okay. Right. Is you have to have, and one of the things the mistakes people make in a close plan is it's an internal document, but you actually have to externalize it to your buyer. Oh, interesting.
0: So taking that internal document that you're going to put on that pathway, because if, if this is truly a mutual collaborative event where it's project management to help them to achieve the success that they're looking for, then it's a mutual share document. Hey, here's our action items, here are your action items, this is the due date. We'll come back and confirm all this stuff is done. Is the kind of what you're suggesting.
1: Exactly. I mean we will put it on a one one page slide in a deck, right? Is these are the steps and some people I've worked with some leaders will call it a work back plan, right? It's like, okay, is this, this is one we, it's a way of qualifying timeline. Is this when you want to start? Yeah, that's when I want to start. And then you work back to, uh, okay, well, these are the things that need to happen, right? We, we we built the initial success statement. We're building a business case. We got to get all the stakeholders aligned. If we do that, then there's a technical proof of concept. I'm just making these up Then, then legal procurement. Right. And ideally that mutual close plan, you're not sequentially taking those steps. You're parallel taking those steps. So you close faster. Yeah, precisely.
0: And you keep, keep that all on, on board. So we also have uh, in our vernacular, we call that a timeline technique. So if you're looking for that timeline technique, we have that on YouTube, but then also definitely check out that revenue acceleration playbook from Brent and his team. Now um, we do these things, we get these, these three times where we're really focusing on the buyer, that discovery statement with the, with the buyer success statement, We're Telling the, um, talking about your product stories through peer stories.